0: Hello and welcome to the Dating Advisory Board. I'm your host, Jen Hecht. We have the fabulous and talented David Bullet on the show today. Thank you for coming out. I'm going to give you a brief intro to David. He is a divorce attorney for over 31 years and also a multi-book author. Published how many... Two published. Nah, two, two published. Two published and working right. on a third one right now. Uh, but David practiced um, family law cases helping clients in Maryland and D.C. through difficult times including divorces, custody battles, and other contentious domestic conflicts. And David's second novel, Because I Had To, what we're gonna discuss today, was published in January 2017, so congratulations on Thank that. Thank you very
1: much, I'm very proud of that.
0: Yes, I am very proud of it. That's, I can't wait to hear more about it. Um, so drawing on his years as a divorce attorney and father of four daughters. Four. <laughs> that's... A
1: lot of girls. That's a lot
0: of girls. I know uh-huh. my dad, they had... When my dad remarried, so then they had three because my stepmom had two. So yeah, yeah, it was a handful girls. of hairspray and and... Oh, the brushes going. Never into had to the get dry- anybody
1: dressed. They I mean, had to go to my wife to get dressed. Yeah, yeah. So that worked out well for me in that regard anyway. I
0: mean there were some fights. <laughs> I mean if my sister's eighties hair, you know, wave would not go right, I mean there was literally a brush mm-hmm. into the drywall. But, but clothes, my dad was handy. None of
1: my clothes got stolen. No, no, no know, clothes got stolen. Unless somebody had a paint or had to paint or some sort of arts and crafts project. Right? That was about that's, that's about it.
0: Yeah. 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 Was there a lot of fighting over the clothes? Like, uh, not farm? mine. Not <laughs> yours? No, not yours. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not how, not how mine. I mean.
1: But yeah, there was a few uh, few. A few times I would hear some squeeching, you know, yeah. and uh, one of the girls squeal cross with a screech is a squeach. Yeah. Because if I would just yeah, taken it. Yeah. Yeah. Someone took my sweatshirt or this one took my shoes yeah. or my shirt or whatever I used to sneak out. My favorite hat.
0: I used to sneak out of my house. I wait till my sister was in the shower. I'd grab her this one sweater. I'll never forget this one polo sweater. And then I like, I see my friends that were waiting, and I like ran, and I'm like laughing. And she's like, "Come back here!" By the time she got, I was already gone.
1: Yeah, we um, had a little bit of that. A little yeah. Of that. A kid would be running down the street in the bus stop with her sister's sweatshirt over, yeah. you know, over her shoulders.
0: Yeah. She took my sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they weren't going to wear it anyway. It was just the point of.
1: It was the point that it was. It was not, theirs. It was so mine. that
0: you, You're not taking it.
1: When you have a family with a lot of with a lot of kids or yeah. a lot of girls, but you know, there's a little bit of that conflict, a little bit of competition, a little You're bit right. this is my space, stay the hell out of it, kind of a thing.
0: Now how how many years apart were your girls?
1: My oldest is twenty eight, okay. and she's got two kids of her own, two boys, yeah. the only nice. boys that we've got in the family, and my youngest is nineteen. Okay. Sophomore in college. Okay. So, right, so. twenty two and twenty four.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um so I want to talk a little bit about and just, you know, from a, obviously the dating advisory board show and divorce and what you see, I think you yeah. know, there's a lot of things that aren't covered that maybe a lot of people don't know about, especially if they're looking at potentially getting divorced, just because the divorce rate is so high. I mean, it's 60%. So what do you it think? It is high.
1: It's, it's like is a very high.
0: staggering number. Like, what do you think some of the major reasons that it is that high?
1: Well, it's pretty I, – I can tell you my experience okay. Okay, in terms of why people come and why they come to see me. And usually you see a couple of things, a couple of themes that are regular. One is money, mm-hmm. either too much or too little, although that seems hard to believe. But yeah. usually money is a push and pull. Uh, there's stress over kids sometimes when they're young, and there's stress after the kids have grown up and moved out, and now all of a sudden these two folks who spend a lot of time parenting okay. their kids now look across the table at each other and maybe – don't feel like they have as much in common as they thought they did fifteen or twenty or twenty-five years ago. Are
0: you seeing that more now that the empty nester divorces? Yeah,
1: you you do see you do see some. Okay. Uh, you you do see some. You don't see as much as you used to, because there's not as much hanging in till the kids are grown up mm. and okay, then I'm gonna point. get out. There's a lot more uh, mm-hmm. okay, I'm I'm unhappy and I gotta make a phone call and see what I can do to get out of this situation. And the other thing, frankly, is sex. I mean mm-hmm. people fight about sex all the time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, I mean I had Dr. Willie Jolly on the show a few That's weeks a good back. name for,
1: th- yeah. is that a therapist or whatever? No, he's an
0: author, <laughs> he's, a, he's also a speaker and he was okay. national radio, so, I mean he's an unbelievable speaker, but he, he and his wife. Name. Yeah, he's <laughs> amazing, and his wife Dee Taylor Jolly, they wrote this mm-hmm. book, they co-authored a book called um, 10 Secrets to a Lasting Marriage. And um, and he said the top two um, things he's like for guys they just want respect and sex and I thought wow okay that yeah. seems pretty shouldn't pretty be too easy. hard should
1: check those two blocks Correct. pretty easily right but yeah. then think
0: about it if, if your partner's not respecting you right I mean why would you. Uh, I don't even want to be around that person.
1: Generally, that's true. But, but but what you think is being respected might be different than what I think. Right. You know. And I had a guy in my office a couple of months ago, so I'll, I'll tweak the conversation okay. just a little bit. But one of the comments he made to me after we met for 45 or 50 minutes was if she spent as much time in bed with me as she spent on facebook i wouldn't even be sitting in your office right now so that was his that is a
0: very interesting <laughs> conversation we'll talk about yes. i mean i think the social media has changed i mean where everyone's on your phone you look around you'll go sure. in and then you're just not you know there's there's real people there like take you know around you people like i'm not meeting anyone i can't meet people out well get your phone, head out of the phone when you're at Starbucks. It's not just
1: kids. People say, you know, yes. the kids are always on their phone. It's not kids, just kids. It's adults all the time. Yeah. But and
0: they also let them. If You know, there should be a. Sure. Yeah.
1: You should, when you're sitting down having dinner, or your yeah. kid's doing homework. Yeah. That, right. that phone ought to be someplace yeah. else. and
0: bring back the dinners of having a family dinner instead of like, here's Absolutely. everybody's iPad and, and be done with it.
1: Absolutely. It's true in a relationship too. Right you know, when, when I sit down and, and when you sit down and have dinner with your significant other, whoever yeah. that might be, the phone you shouldn't away. be on your phone. Yes. Uh, phone or if down. it's your 20 minutes of having a glass of wine or yep. a drink, you shouldn't be on your phone or, or looking at your iPad or that sort of thing. If you watch TV together, great. Yeah. But, 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 but you need to connect that way.
0: And have you heard of uh, the five love languages?
1: I, I haven't. I'm not sure I know all of them. But.
0: Yes. Well, that's actually really, it's, <laughs> it's interesting. I think people should actually do that before. Like if they start mm-hmm. dating or thinking about getting married and how to communicate better, or maybe if they're having issues in relationships. Um, because you may say uh, there's different levels, right? So like mine sure. is, um, is quality time. Uh, words of affirmation, and just like, oh, you know, oh, that was nice of you to do. I and mean, if you're never, if you're doing things for that other person, and you're a words of affirmation person, or they're negative talking, that's like a knife, and that's like, oh, you're
1: done. Well, yeah, and people show show yeah. how they feel in different ways I mean in my own relationship okay so so I'm big into telling her she looks good and, yeah. and, and a lot of compliment kind of and your
0: wife is a therapist thing. so that's yeah, yeah but that's, you know that's but really at some good.
1: point in time when when you don't get the compliments back you kind of think well what's going on but in fact she shows it a different way she shows it by doing things mm-hmm. you know she picks up the medicine she she knew my car needed this so she took care of it or you know whatever it might be so she, so and she looks at it she does things right and and when you're in a relationship like that, you don't have to be the same as me. Right. You don't have to show it the same way. You just need to understand. I need to understand that you're doing it. Have that, that a we're showing it the way you're showing it to each other. Right. Yeah,
0: sure. Now, do you think that you know when people are? How do I say? Like, if you're going through, say, if you have a really contentious one, like you were, you know. Yeah. I mean, can you give you an example of you know something that has been contentious and how to maybe? Look at it abstract, you know, from a different place, and maybe just have it work out. Or is there just some where they're just like these people are just really mean and they just don't care and they'll just do you whatever. You mean in a
1: in a in, 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 in a divorce, litigated yeah. case? Well, I mean there are some people who just like the fight, and, and that's a small piece of the population. Okay. Most people that I come across may have to feel like they have to for one reason or another, but would prefer not to, and would right. prefer to find another way. And be a yeah. little more pragmatic. I mean, life is short. You're on this earth for yeah, 70, exactly. 80 years, if you're lucky, give or take. Uh, and the thought of being in and out of courtrooms or allowing some judge who may be very smart and very empathetic, um, who you know, who's sitting up above you for three or four days to make a decision about your life that will affect your life and your spouse's life and your children's lives for the rest of their lives. Right. And know nothing about you before you walked in and nothing about you after you leave. Uh, is ought to be scary to people. So, so I try to encourage people to to at least consider having some peace in what's going to happen mm-hmm. in that next step. But what if you just hard. come
0: across those people that just well just don't care? They just want to bury you know, basically put you on the street,
1: put their spouse on yeah. the street. I don't generally represent those people to be yeah. honest with you because I have a hard time with that kind of an attitude, whether it's yeah. male, fem- male or female, frankly, because that's not a way. To move your life forward, and right. so, I'm here to give someone advice and to represent them and advocate for right. them. But there comes a point where if somebody is so belligerent, like yeah. you're talking about, them, and only sees this, like
0: bullying, or like emotionally, and like we talked about gaslighting. Yeah, I want to talk about that after you finish sure. the statement.
1: Sure, but but I mean, the the point is that if people have children, you know, married you for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. There is something there at some point in time, right? And so. Let's not wreck a six year old's life because we didn't it didn't work out between the two of us. Let's find a way we gotta fight, let's keep it over here somewhere. Right. And let's try to protect that little girl, that little boy, or whatever it might be. And there's some people who just refuse to see that and won't see that. And that and that is what feeds the pocketbooks of psychiatrists and psychologists and other therapists and frankly divorce lawyers for for a long time. And I
0: blame the parents of those people, to be honest with you. I do. I mean, like when you get to have those, you know, nasty people that are just bullies that will emotionally abuse and financial abuse. I mean, that's the biggest thing I hear, you know, from some of my friends uh, that are just people in general that have been divorced. And they say, you know, I was driving this expensive car, but I couldn't even, I couldn't even buy groceries for my kids because it took all the money out of the Mm -hmm. account. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for that, it's like, you know, karma comes, honey. Sure. Got
1: Got no money to give you any money this month um i'll be back on thursday cuz i'm going to the bahamas on a business trip right and that's um that's a difficult one to swallow and that's right. one where you need if you're if you're that person you need a good aggressive lawyer to Absolutely. Whitney and a therapist.
0: I mean, you need that. That's why so, we talk about that question for, you know, I mean, this, this is so important because especially when you have a come against those people who want to fight and this is a life in general that people are a bully to you and they want all their mission is, is to annihilate you and to, to take, you know, to take you down. You got to stay strong mentally. I mean, there are people that say, well, the sky is blue. No, it's not.
1: You, know, yeah. you didn't say that. Yeah.
0: It's all yeah. gaslighting and it's, it happens. And You know, I would say I've had different financial planners um, on the show as well, and they talk about make sure you have your own account.
1: Oh absolutely. I mean especially if you're if you're if you're heading down that road or you might be you want to make sure that you've got some money preserved, some sort of a rainy day fund, something somewhere, be it in visa debit cards, mm-hmm. in gift cards, in cash in an account someplace. Yeah. Because if that happens, you need to get a lawyer, you're gonna need money. Yeah. Or if there's that month or two that you that you, that you've been shorted. Mm-hmm. You, you have that, so right. that's, that's, an, that's an important divorce planning tool that I think most divorce lawyers who know what they're doing would tell their clients to do well in advance of, of anything breaking in terms of separating or looking, looking to divorce in another right. way.
0: Exactly. And then, you know, like find that support system, you know, get your tribe together of supporting women. Maybe they've been through it give advice on what you should be doing, what you should be focusing on. I think the major thing is taking if you are in a negative situation and around that kind of negativity is to try to tunnel that into a, a side project or um, you know, something that you can put your en- energy towards in a positive way so it doesn't come back and you're living in this negative space.
1: I mean, having support and having friends is really important. Yeah. I mean, when you're going through something like that, I, w- you know, it's probably one of the most difficult, if not the most difficult thing that most people go through in their life. Right, exactly. Whether it's just, whether you have kids or whether you don't. I mean, there was a reason that you ended up with this person and there's probably a multitude of reasons why, you're, why it's not working out. But it's hard. Yeah. Even in the best of worlds, in the easiest of situations, there's emotion, there's trauma, there's, there's things that people go through that, that's hard. So having friends is an mm-hmm. important thing. Now, here's the other side okay yeah I was just the saying, some is, people just here, don't have souls well, here's the other side, right. the, like, other, like, no, the, other side the other side of having friends is is the yeah. following <laughs> well it comes and sit you come and sit in my office and 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 you tell me well my friend lynn said oh. i should get this or i should get that or she got this in her case and i say okay well where is lynn you know where's 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 lynn live Oh, lynn's in montana oh and that's what they did, you know. So, but but the point with the, in a divorce situation, and while it's it is really important to have that support system, is that you, you you don't necessarily can't just listen to friends advice your situation isn't going to be the same as mine mm-hmm. I've got four kids one with special needs you have no kids both you both you and your spouse are income earners my spouse mm-hmm. my spouse hasn't worked in 20 years right. my situation is gonna be, be different. different
0: correct yeah that makes sense so You've so gotta like, be
1: careful with the whole friendship
0: thing. yeah cuz especially if you're if you're saying well I got this in my case and this my, this lawyer got this for me and da, 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 da. like you should get this too well yeah it also depends on where you live like what's your actually? you know what what do you
1: it depends on where you live, it depends. It could be, you know, and, the, and the, the difficult thing for some people to understand who are going through mm-hmm. divorce litigation, is that in Maryland, and the District of Columbia for that matter too, yeah. many things are discretionary, up to a, you know, how a judge sees something.
0: Okay. And so, so can you just talk about that? What do you mean sure, by discretionary? Sure. Sure.
1: So what I mean is, let's say we're trying a custody case. Okay. Or, or we're trying an alimony case, and, and you could try your case in front of three or four judges, there's no formula for, for deciding custody. Judges are told to make a decision based on the children's best interests, whatever the hell that means. Judges are told to, to determine alimony based on a series of factors, but there's not a formula, at least not in Maryland or the District of Columbia, that you plug numbers in. So if you try that alimony case or that custody case, mm-hmm. you could do it in front of three judges. Same evidence. Everything's the same. Starts at so. the same time, ends at the same time. And they go back. Think about it, they come back, you have three different decisions. So so you need to listen. People need to listen. If you can make a decision what lawyer you hire and hopefully you hire the right person that works mm-hmm. for you, but you should listen to that advice. If you're a litigant, you really should because these folks have been in these kind of cases before and as a, yeah. you know, and, and it's like anything else. As a, the way you might think of it out in the real world isn't necessarily the way a judge is going to think of it in an isolated three hours, six hours, three days of a trial situation. Wow. So, it's a, you got to be careful. Yeah, and, and if you,
0: what would you say that your top like three or five tips would be if you were going down the road of divorce? What you know, what you should make sure that you have to prepare yourself.
1: Well, you want to have a plan. You want to make sure it, it. It. And it might be a little bit different if there's custody involved. But certainly, if you. If you. If you think you might be in a custody dispute with your spouse over your children, you want to know where you're going to be. Mm-hmm. You want to know. Be prepared to say where they're going to go to school. You want to make sure that you are connected with their. With their healthcare providers, with their teachers, with the parents of their friends. That these folks see you. They know that you're there. You know, in terms of. Of, of custody, because again, when you try a custody case, what does a judge hear to try to decide what's in somebody's best interest? They hear you say, I'm better because, or me say I'm better because, mm-hmm. and then they rely upon, if other, aside from experts, which we could talk about if you want to, yeah. but they rely upon lay people. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was at every PTA meeting. Right. Did you ever see Mr. Hecht, or Mr. Clack, or Mr. Jones, or anybody yeah. else? No, never saw him. Mm-hmm. Um, But she was there all the time. She volunteered. Who brought the kids in the morning? Oh, she did. Mm -hmm. So those are good witnesses to have. On the financial side, be educated. I have a lot of clients who've been married for many, many years whose spouses, whether they're the primary wage earners or in some cases they're not, but they're the ones who manage the money. They have no idea where it goes, no idea what they have. Paycheck comes in it gets saved, whatever whatever it is. So Not you're talking very, like
0: get it organized sure. with, your, with, your, with what bills you're paying? and.
1: Make the sure, more no. that you can organize yourself okay. from a financial standpoint, you will help yourself, you will help your lawyer help you, and you will save money so that you don't come to my office with a shopping bag full of stuff and dump it on my table and we got to spend hours sifting through it. So you have okay. your tax returns, you have your pay stubs, you have your, your bank cards. statements, credit card statements. Let's see what you're spending, what you're, what you're earning. And, and so that enables the lawyer to help plan for you in advance if you can do that. Some people aren't, aren't fortunate enough to be able to make those plans because they come home and all the furniture is gone. Oh, my God. So, so those are different situations. But where, you're lo- where you know that this isn't working out, the best thing to do is to get your financial house in order, even if you don't understand it. Wow. Just get copies, make things, you know, get, and then get yourself some good legal advice. Friends are great. They really are. They're terrific, and they will stand by you through thick and thin, but sometimes not the best advice givers in a divorce situation.
0: Right. Yeah, stick to the experts. All right, we're going to take a short break real quick, and then we come back. We've got more from David Bullitt. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Dating Advisory Board. I'm your host Jen Hecht. We have the wonderful David Bullet here tonight.
1: Not sure about the wonderful, but I'm here. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and well, no, thank you so much for being on the show. So we're talking um, relationship, divorce, and we're going to talk about his book here in a few minutes. But we just want to talk, we talked about a couple tips. So if you actually are going through a divorce, like what do you need to pre- prepare yourself for? Um, and so what were some, a couple other ones? Would you say some other tips? Well, the other
1: thing, the other thing is to get yourself emotionally ready. Because it's going to be difficult. so in a long we, we talked about friends. Yeah. All right. So this is where, where real pe- real professionals can come in and be supportive and help you look at things. Because some friends have a build-in build in bias. That's why they're friends. So yeah. get yourself a therapist, somebody that you feel comfortable talking to, bouncing things off of, because there will be these situations that occur during the course uh, the, the pendency of your divorce whether you're in litigation or whether you're working things out and trying to resolve things there will be things that pop up mm-hmm. either between the two of you or between the two of you and a child right and having someone uh, who can look at you and tell you from a from a up here kind of a right. place as opposed to an involved kind of a place And I also. will say this,
0: you know, the one thing I hear a lot it's um you know be careful with your friends tell always this the whole conversation is about what you're going through because they could get tired of hearing about it, too, just because if you're not asking them, like, what's going on, you know, with you. But
1: well, we all know people like that. If you talk to them for 20 minutes, 19 minutes is them telling you about yourself and yeah. about themselves. And then the other minute yeah. is them telling about themselves. So. <laughs> so, so but you're, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, friendship works works. Too right. Ways, right. You know,
0: exactly. So. so, you know, that's what I Therapists are because you know, they're, you know, they can help you look at it from a different view other than
1: your friends. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's an important piece. Yeah.
0: And then, so. um, what would you? What else would you say? What are their tips?
1: Like a long of pre- in terms of pre- preparing. Yeah, or,
0: or even like when you're going through it, because I heard that one yeah. of my friends like it's you should always say like, you know that it's a marathon, not a race. Like What's your Yeah, your sp- yeah. most nice most theory. that's the case unless yeah. they're really lucky and it's yeah. a sprint. But most yeah. cases
1: are more on the marathon side. It takes a while. Yeah, generally speaking, although Maryland there's a there's a newer law that enables people to get divorced faster. Oh really? If they don't have children. Um, oh, is that uh, still have children. to be
0: uh, married for a year or no?
1: No, no. So there's a, there's a new grounds for divorce called mutual consent divorce. Oh, okay. And I not know about that. And what that requires in Maryland is in order – so you can get a divorce in a day, literally, if somebody could get in a courthouse that fast. But what that requires is two things. One is that you have a, a settlement agreement that's resolved everything between mm. you and your spouse. So you would a. have to
0: get like a lawyer before – yeah, yeah,
1: you have to have everything take There has to be a written settlement agreement, A. And B, there can't be minor children. So if you have both of those boxes checked, you can get a divorce much faster. You still, Maryland's no fault, which used to be two years, now is a year. We had what was called, when we still do have mutual and voluntary separation for a year, which which is essentially a no fault-ish kind of grounds. Right. But, um, but now Maryland's strict no fault grounds, doesn't matter why we're here, we're just here because we can't be married anymore is one year of waiting, one year of being separated. Oh, so
0: like they could have no fault. Okay, I see how that, oh, that's interesting. Okay, so no fault, like they don't even care.
1: No, okay, just get like, me a, get me the hell out of here. Oh,
0: okay. is that with no children? Like, so if you, have <laughs> you can have kids.
1: no fault divorce with children? So, oh, I mean, oh, okay. Because yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, I yeah. have <laughs> litigated cases with over other issues because often you know cases that are litigated aren't about the divorce. Mm. At that point in time, most people want, would die to have a divorce. It's the other yeah. stuff. It's yeah. fighting over the houses and the retirement accounts and the money and 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 all, more often than not, children. Yeah. Wait. that was a big sigh yeah <laughs> I mean I just the
0: stories the little stories and a few yeah yeah absolutely. yeah
1: uh-huh.
0: um, so what would you say um, to the singles out there um, looking for love I mean like so they don't end up in your I mean uh, well I don't wanna wanna cut, the, I cut, uh, cut off your, I don't want to uh, get out of business and <laughs> right? have to start selling
1: surfboards for a living <laughs> I no, no seriously I th- that's hard advice to give you know you're going to meet someone and you're going to be attracted to them or not and you're going to like them or not yeah most people, especially younger people, aren't gonna give a lot of thought to whether all the parts fit together, whether that Rubik's yeah. Cube of a marriage is going to all be blue on one side and orange on the other. Um, but I do think that taking your time is a good idea. I do think that spending time together when you're when you're meeting each other, and when you're in that, so they used to call it courting, but when you're in that getting to know each other dating stage is a good thing. And I also think that when you think that you're serious about someone, that Time apart is a good thing, too. So mm. you go on a trip with your girlfriends. How does he respond to that? Right. How does your potential partner respond to that? Is it, you know, calling you 17 like times? Like how many, to find many out what selfies did why, I get on the day? Why are you daily? not home yet? You yeah, know, why, you know, oh, no. that kind of... Or that is, is someone, a
0: red flag. Yeah, it's
1: a big red flag. Oh, right. that's, I like the...
0: Yeah, ring big that flag. bell. Big ring red that flag.
1: bell. Or, or, or on the other hand, is it someone who says, have a great time. Yeah, Let see know you later. Doing, and yeah. I'll see you when you get back. Right. And because you will... Sometimes you'll see things early, that are going to get worse later. Thank you. Things you can't see early, you can't help. Yeah. But 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 so time together, time away from each other, in crowds with people, with other men, with other women, to make sure there's not some strange vibe that goes on. Or if they have friends. Or if they have friends. (laughs) Right? Right.
0: Can you hang out? Like, how do you react with their friends? Like, do you get along with their friends? I mean, are they? And always say like, trust your intuition. I think a lot of people don't do it and then you end up in a negative space. Well, either people don't do yeah. it
1: and they end up in a negative space and sometimes people just don't have good intuition and yeah. they still end up in a well,
0: then bad you need to start meditating people, okay? Because it's amazing what you can... I
1: tried to do that. I'm not very good at that. Oh, I can't seem, to, can't seem to sit still for that long. But it
0: helps calm your mind. I mean, they're they're talking about how that they're doing that in workplaces going forward. I know. Like, I, like get, I mean,
1: I get it intellectually. Like I have this app my wife tried to get Headspace. me to Headspace. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So I made it through the first one with the with the British or Australian guy talking and telling you to... Hold your stomach yeah. and all that stuff, and I'm like, okay, how much more time, how much more time do I have? You were
0: that you would need it then. That's Come on, so much let's go. Yeah. yeah, but
1: I relax in different way. And yeah. another, you know, so uh, I mean, I don't I don't want to knock meditation because yeah. I'm sure it's wonderful and helpful, and I and I'm, and I'd be stupid to do that. But for me, I can find my peace in different ways. Yeah, writing is one of them.
0: Well, yes, exactly, yeah. and we're gonna get to that in a second. So, so. You don't think? I, see, I still think I want to add to that real quick. I want to go back because I want to talk about core non-negotiables. Because you, when you're talking about courting someone, yeah. I mean, just like in business. Because this is the dating advisory board, so we're taking business principles and applying them to a dating strategy. A company has its mission, vision statement, right? You know what your core. you're a family law attorney, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Your sure. focus is on family. You have a target market who you're going. You're not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you have others, you know. Um, not what you're
1: saying. Yeah. You're, you're right. Yeah.
0: You're right. So that if you try to date everybody, you're not gonna really have a, find a good fit if you, unless you get like hyper-focused. Like, example I always use, Farmers Only. True story, Farmers Only is an app, a dating app for a farming lifestyle. If you are a farmer or want a farming lifestyle, this is the app. It's a brilliant marketing, unbelievable how they did that. But you know what you're getting, right? Sure. So, some of these you know, apps, I mean, now you're just swiping, they have automatic swipers. Literally, it's an app you can literally swipe right, and then it's like filling your sales funnel.
1: Yeah, but 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 I mean, look at Date Lab in the Washington Post. Right? Yeah. You look You read it every yeah. Sunday, right? Five times out of six, you know, they give each other one or two stars, and they never talk again. And that's where you got these folks at the Post. I don't know how they do it, but they you know, know. they're, they're trying to match people, people with similar likes and dislikes, yeah. and most times it doesn't work out. So, well,
0: you don't um, want to be like I have to like everything they like. I mean you should have some. No, something I understand
1: thing. what you're saying. Yeah. And I think that you're right. I think like that' this is
0: like I want somebody who is loyal who you know, just kinda of look at the sure. these your your core non negotiables. Sure. If
1: you're someone who likes to be social and likes to go out and you're do an introvert things, you you're don't want to a, end up with, with the guy who's got his who's got his headphones or the other person who's got their headphones right. on their head and is you know, is watching reruns of old Star Trek episodes on a Saturday night. That's yeah. not gonna that's not gonna work. That's gonna you.
0: stay like you can't have that big of a um, yeah, I mean, change between well, the yeah, personalities. But I think you're right. I think you want to try to find,
1: you got to find commonalities. There's yeah. no question about it. I that.
0: mean, yeah. Okay. So, you know, my tennis background. I, I was tennis pro. I was 24 in the country. Now when people say, Oh, I want to play tennis with you. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> you know? And it's just like because that was my life for, since I was eight years old. Yeah. And I like so for me, I don't see it as a fun thing. I see it as complete exercise and competition. So, what that's,
1: happened to the other 23? Why couldn't you move it up? No,
0: well, 24.
1: That's, that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> pretty impressive. Pretty Isn't impressive. It, yeah. yeah well, think. well,
0: that, We actually, you know, back then um, they had some unbelievable, like the top 20. I mean, we un- I mean, they went pro.
1: I'm I mean, sure. they, were,
0: they were unbelievable. I mean, I could. have. I just had a bad rotator cuff. I was. I was done.
1: The old like, injury. The old injury.
0: Problem. You know, arm. No. So, but uh, <laughs> but no. But I'm just saying, you don't have to like all the same things that they like.
1: No, but it's nice to do some nice. to enjoy hike. some things. You yeah. like to hike or you, whatever it might be. Or like you some like the outdoors. It
0: doesn't have to sure. be like so hyper specific. Sure. Absolutely. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could be just. We both love Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, you want to watch Game of Thrones all the time. It's a connection. Mm-hmm.
0: Ding. Amen.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. Uh, I mean, I love some dragons. Um, <laughs> Me too. <Think> love <laughs> dragons. Yeah, exactly. Khaleesi. And I love Khaleesi. Yeah, she's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. she's awesome. All right, so. So from your wife's perspective, I want to talk about like how can they better communicate um, like for couples? Like have you ever had people say go to the therapist if you're thinking of divorce and then they were able to change it or anything like that or Sometimes, Sometimes. yeah.
1: I okay. always, you know, there's often you have a fair number of people come to see me once because they're just w- wondering what is what's it going to look, look like, like if that's where they go. So uh, mm. when you talk about a palette of things you can do client x one of them is to try to work on your relationship and one way to do that is to try to either go to a marriage therapist or go to someone who can work yeah. with work or work on the two of you at the same time you might have your own issues that you need to talk to someone right someone but but i mean you know, there's a reason why states historically have made people wait to get divorced because well, don't you think there's
0: certain things that you're like, okay, then this can just go right to the front,
1: you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, but but you. Know, I don't people, know if there is any. I'm just saying there might be some things that go yeah. right to the front. I mean, but but you know, historically, and we live, you know, we we, we came from the Puritans. That's where this country started, mm-hmm. and so the many state laws and why you hear about all these waiting times for divorce. We talked about that a few yeah. minutes ago, is because the state traditionally. I say the state, the states, right. traditionally had an interest in keeping marriages together because we societally thought that it was better to do that. It may very well be true, frankly, but, but you know obviously we live in a day and age where you see some really bad relationships and you wonder how the hell they got together to begin with anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, I think people can change,
1: too. Sure they can, for yeah. better or for worse. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely people can change. People yeah. grow. Yeah. People who get married really young. Yeah. You're not the same at 30 as you were at 19 no. when you were in the military and got married and thought it was the greatest thing in the world. now we've got three kids and uh, you know so it's it's different yeah um, it's, and it's, I'm sure it's it's different whether it's whether it's heterosexual or homosexual relationship right. it's you, you know you grow up.
0: You think, okay well, if I'm at 30, but then there's people that say, well, I don't want to get married, but then they end up getting married. you know what I mean And then it's like because they feel pressured from somebody sure. else. And then I don't know how that doesn't not go down. (laughs) Well, for some people, it's fine.
1: You know, it works out fine, right? Right. Others, they feel like I wish I hadn't done that. What did that piece right. of paper mean? And now all of a sudden, yeah. we have to share health insurance and we have to file joint tax returns and, and it's other shifting. Like
0: that. I think it's shifting. I mean, at least I know it from my age, you know from my age group, you know, my people that are divorced. Um, yeah. The younger, you know, now in the like late thirties, forties, mm-hmm. that they have zero interest in getting remarried again, especially if they already have kids.
1: Well, They might feel differently in five years. Or 10 years it might feel differently
0: I think well, it was it's because, of, like well I've different. got my kids and you know I've got my yeah. and I don't and know if this is because you're you know, I mean, you know
1: I mean Jen let's be honest most people don't want to be alone at right. the end of the day but do you think a piece most,
0: of like, are you hearing that no, or? I'm not talking
1: about where they get married or not yeah. but most people whether it's get married or be in a relationship or whatever it might be most people at the end of the day don't really mind having somebody to share their life with right so so some people might say I'm never getting married. Again. I'm not doing that. I'm not getting no relationships for me. It's going to be short term. But oh, you know, most you know, we're we're creatures of habit in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. And there are those folks out there who are very happy just shirting and burning. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> The stories. Oh my god, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear yeah, yeah. is just <laughs> unbelievable, and they just don't care. Don't no moral enough. compass. No, nope. don't believe in dating karma. No. none but if that's
1: what works you know, hey it's what good work for them room, I guess. But, congratulations you know most of us have a conscience most people <laughs> yeah most know, people some way or the other but yeah I mean, absolutely
0: no i mean they just but they know hey you know what they're honest with it they know yeah, they good
1: but they know what they want you know and and, and people who've had their children right and they're young uh i'm so just saying this is
0: in general this is even yeah. like after my age i'm just saying i think it's in general It's just how these well i it.
1: see i see folks who we, and we mentioned this a little bit earlier who who may have gotten married very young right and now it's 25 years later and they're like nope. it's just it's just <laughs> not working anymore i want to do things i want to go i want to exercise i okay. want to go out on saturday nights and their spouse is schlumped and you know on a chair and just doesn't have that kind of an energy level and you look across and you say i this isn't what I was hoping for myself when I'm 55 or 60 or 65 or 70 years old. Right. And I have a partner who spends a lot of time working on what he calls gray divorces with folks that are 55, 60 and above. Oh, and, that's and dealing with those problems and the unique issues that, that are created by having older children and grandchildren. and And, you know, as you get older, yeah. you get... There's a certain way that you like to do things, and yeah. you get set you get in certain ways. Stuck in your ways. You Get stuck, and that might, but that's, but that's how you live.
0: Yeah, and that's how you grow. And, and here's the thing: is if if your partner or whatever is something bothers them, ask them or tell them in a polite Absolutely. way, you know, because then, because then you're just going to get mad at them for no reason, right? Unless Absolutely. you, I mean, it's just communication,
1: people. Absolutely. I mean, if if you love this person or you. Think you do? Mm-hmm. Then the the worst thing to do is just be quiet. Yes. Is to just not no. talk when there's something going on.
0: Or like say I don't want to talk to you right now. I mean, why? Like if there's something bothering you, I mean, that's is well, to make it yeah, worse. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So long as you, what you have to say isn't gonna isn't gonna blow the whole thing up. I right, mean, I have true. a I have a general rule that I think has worked well. for Okay. Me. Let's hear it. We're gonna. I was t- married in 1986. Okay. Wow, that's awesome. So and this I believe, and when I have violated this rule, it's come to haunt me. So, so I try to live by this, and that is, when what you're about to say, doesn't make any difference and won't make any difference in what happens, you don't say it. Hmm. Just
0: don't say it. I think so. that's so, just like a tweetable life moment. Yeah. So yeah, I think. I don't it's even under, think it's it's that's under, under, related under, to dating.
1: Well, I think that's related to every aspect of say your life. If its isn't gonna matter, then don't say it. Or go in the other room and say it really quietly so nobody else can hear, and then you feel better because you said it. Said it, it
0: right. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just have to say stuff because it makes you feel better even though. Yeah, but not, in a but relationship. Don't, but not in a relationship. Yeah but, yeah, but in a
1: relationship, if that's if what you're going to say is going to light that match. No,
0: I'm saying in the mirror, like you feel better. Yeah, say right? in the mirror, absolutely. Yeah. Go
1: outside, yeah. go in the bathroom, yeah. go in the car. Or
0: just put on your voice recorder so that no you have it. Yeah.
1: This just a record. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do it. Just don't say it to your significant other.
0: Yeah, because words are, you know, you can't take them back. right? Words no matter can be word. very
1: hurtful. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. and especially if you're degrading or bullying. I mean, we see a lot of that. I mean, the bullies. A lot of
1: that. A lot of, a lot of bullies.
0: And I'm like, mm-mm. A
1: lot of that. A lot of, you know, bullies, traditionally, it's, it's no different when it, you're in a divorce than when you were out in the playground, okay? Huh. Two things about a bullies. One is they can never shut up can ever never shut up. Mm -hmm. So on the playground, they think they're funny because they're talking and they're pushing you around either physically or emotionally, but they can't. Mm -hmm. This is, again, one of David Bullitt's I like
0: it, I like it, keep going.
1: And and number two is you punch him in the mouth, I don't mean physically. But a bully doesn't like getting hit back and doesn't know how to respond to it. So when that bully is used to bullying and everybody's sort of letting him or her do it
0: Called accountability. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. But, but I'm a big turn, fan of it. When you turn in that two, there's okay. two of them. When you turn in that in that in that playground, and you turn around, and you shove that bully back. He's gonna think a little bit about it, or she's gonna think a little bit about do I keep going with yeah. this person? Same in a divorce. Okay. If your spouse is used to shoving you around, and for 20 years that's what this person has done. And you've taken it for whatever reasons, because you thought you should, because there were kids in the house, because you're trying to maintain the peace. And every time this person told, said this or did that, took a breath and let it go, when you start pushing back is when they start reacting in a way that, that they don't know how to react or in an unusual way. Yeah. So push back. Push back. Push
0: back, people. Push back. Push, push back. back. Push back. Yeah, absolutely. Accountability. Oh, I hold everyone holds me accountable. I'm going to hold everybody else accountable as well. If you say something, I'm going to bring it.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. That, I think that's a right. right. That's what you should do. Yeah, absolutely. No question. No,
0: I mean that's about that's you know especially in you know, women empowerment because it, it it is women who are being you know emotionally and, and you know. I mean something. look at the
1: this Hollywood producer we heard all the news I know. this week.
0: I mean this is ridiculous uh, you know, I
1: mean, who for years did whatever it is he wanted to do with these actresses. Either and we don't know. Proposition we the don't stories. know the whole thing. But, it's still but coming Clearly out. there's enough smoke that there's something there, and you're only reading what you read in the paper or see on the news. Right, the but iceberg he, theory. But here's here's people who were trying to m- make a career. And here's someone in power. And it's no different in a marriage. I bring all the money home. I paid for the house. If I if I didn't work, you wouldn't have that bracelet or the car. Or I be made able to go to you. the you. Yeah. So so God. you feel like okay, yeah, maybe 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 I gotta be quiet. Right. Or maybe it's okay when this guy walks out of the bathroom and opens his opens his robe. Okay, I gotta put up with that because I wanna get famous, that part. Yeah, right. You know, and, and it's it's it, it happens in all walks of life, but in relationships they don't shut up is sometimes good in a divorce case because they say things to other people that are really stupid that a good lawyer can use a and b push back like you said yeah
0: accountability 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 (laughs) take down the i like it so i like it take take down those but you know what the sad thing is is that they're just when they're acting this way like i actually you know you have to kind of feel bad for them because this is they're just unhappy with who they are Right, they're not getting attention. See, a lot of it comes
1: from insecurity. Yeah, insecurity you know, or my the wife right says that. I say the
0: parents hundred you know, percent. I don't care how old you are, if your son or daughter is a bully, it is your fault.
1: Yeah, people I mean kids grow up, they see what they say, they grow up in their environment. Right. But but you know, my wife, the therapist, will say that somebody does that because they're insecure. They talk a lot about themselves because they're insecure, they're pushy because they're insecure. It doesn't enjoy anything that it,
0: comes from like your upbringing. Like it does, if you weren't it can, like. I mean, I mean, can, think about it. If you weren't like. And
1: they might, but here's the point: when you're the other person that has to deal with that, I don't care whether they're insecure or not. I don't want to, want You don't want to have to. De- you know, it's like yeah. you talk about friendships. It's got to yeah. be. There's that meeting in the middle. It's not all the way over here. So uh, sometimes it doesn't matter why they're there, as a, as someone who has to deal with that person, yeah. sp- and, and and in a marriage or in a relationship, whatever it might be. It's you got to find your way around it if you you and you've got a yeah. spouse or significant other who's insecure or grew up a certain way but you love that person, then you got to help them work their way around yeah. that.
0: That's a really good point. That's a great tip. Write that down. I'm full of them. You got some good ones. Today. <laughs> okay. Well, now we are going to go into the book. Sure. So we can talk all about because I had to and yeah. so tell everybody where we can get this.
1: The book you can get on Amazon, on barnesandnoble.com, all e-book sellers everywhere. It's also it's in Barnes & Noble up on the Rockville Pike, and it's in uh, several bookstores down the beach. Bethany Books, Bethany Beach Bookstore, right on the beach, great little bookshop, independent bookstore. and some. I also I heard from some folks this weekend that it's in a couple of bookstores down south in North Carolina and the Outer Banks and there. But online, you can pack, pick it up anytime. Yeah,
0: and is there a website or just on Amazon? There is. There's, okay.
1: Well, it's on Amazon, okay. it's on, but I have my own website, which is davidbullet.com.
0: davidbullet.com, Okay.
1: So easy one. Easy. One L two T's. There
0: you go. One L two T's. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Right, so let's talk about. Um, I love the obviously like character development because yeah. I'm a writer as well. And so for me, character development is a huge deal. You know, getting to know these people like inside and out. Um, so tell us about how you created these characters.
1: Well, this book, and this is my second story, so I'm particularly proud of this. And this this comes from the the the. The main female character in this book comes a lot from one of my children, who's 22 years old, who's had a lot of issues, had mental health issues growing up, behavioral issues, had trouble making friends, ultimately ran away um, and got involved with drugs and other things. That could be a whole different episode. So I, so I took a lot of that sadness actually, yeah. and I and I built jess porter who's my character in this book and and the backdrop for this is jess is a 23 year old adoptee and two of my girls my middle yeah. girls are adopted and she was adopted with her twin sister she unlike her sister was not a down the middle of the road kind of a girl okay. had trouble in school had trouble making friends was always mm-hmm. on the outside looking in and the only the, sort of the center of her life, the alpha, so to yeah. speak, like when you have a dog, you're yeah. the dog's alpha, was her dad. And the backdrop of this story is a year after her adoptive dad has died. And she's still living at home with her mom and her sister, looking to find her way. She decides to become a bartender. And gets in her car and drives to South Florida where she begins to tend bar and live. She makes a friend as a young adult in a, in a group therapy session, a oh, woman okay. that she meets. So there's a lot of therapy scenes I'll come to very quickly in a second. And so she goes down there but continues to struggle. Mm. Decides that her holy grail, so to speak, is to find out who she really is and to find... Her biological history so mm-hmm. she in order to do that she reaches back to her her father's best friend who happens to be an aging sort of somewhat jaded divorce lawyer who also is looking for the meaning of life in his own way so the book is told from both their perspectives and their lives how they're apart and they come together and then they go back apart again and I'm really really proud of her um um and how I wrote her in this book. This yeah. is a good beach read. you can see it's 270 yeah. pages or something like yeah. that. Short chapters and there's a lot of therapy piece, there's mental health issues, there's adoption issues, there's drug addiction issues. Um all sorts of things that you read about in the papers but yeah. that we as parents are afraid of for our own kids. Right. Some of us have to deal with one or more of those things. Um and for better or for worse i'm one of those parents so yeah. i was able to kind of use that and and that helped me write the story
0: that's amazing well i yeah. can't wait to read it
1: yeah and um yeah i'm, re- I'm really really happy about it. And the yeah. cover i love yeah. they designed the cover for me and i just i couldn't have picked it any better so
0: yeah it's good yeah 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 yeah. yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. guys and ladies make sure you get a good book club night. Yeah, David. love to do
1: book clubs. Good book clubs book are great. Clubs, yeah. Love to do book clubs. We have a yeah. drink. We talk about the book. Yeah. Anything else? Somebody wants to talk about? Yeah, talk to. Was it a book club a few weeks ago? One woman is writing. Want to talk about the publishing process? All that kind of thing. Yeah. Not that I'm an expert, but I've gotten as I went through it. You have to do enough. the research. And that's that's a whole uh, job in and of itself. Oh, yeah. Not to mention what you've become very good at, and that is marketing yourself yeah. and trying to put your product out. And so that yeah. people hear you and see you. it's love. I mean, I wrote this book. People write books thinking, okay, it's, it's written. Now the world's going to read it. Not so much. Well, Not we're so going
0: to get you, I'll help you with your marketing. Well, I appreciate so. that. I'll give you a call <laughs> tonight. Yeah, that's right. Early. I was like, yeah, I can help yeah,
1: you. Yeah. But it's, yeah. um. This, so this is, this is just, was a real labor of love for me. And I'm, um, Really, really proud of it and happy how it came out.
0: That's awesome. And yeah, I can't wait you. to hear about the next book that's coming out, too. Yeah, we've got a
1: couple of those in the works, another yeah. piece of fiction, and then a piece of nonfiction. So yeah. we'll we'll talk about that next time.
0: That's fine. Yeah, I want to hear that. about time. it. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. So, okay, so tell them again, right, because we've got a few more minutes. So sure. We're going to take a quick break before we get into the next segment. So just tell them again. Uh, David Bullet.
1: B-U-L-I-T-T dot com. David Bullet. B-U-L-I-T-T dot com. I love it. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Although I don't use Twitter very much, it's kind of an irritating little thing. <laughs> it's irritating. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and here. my website and um, uh, Divorce Lawyer MD is my lawyer site. Okay, Deborah, uh, Divorce Lawyer
0: MD. Okay, yeah. all right. So we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Dating Advisory Board. I'm your host, Jen Hecht. I've got David Bullet on the show today. Thank you so much for being Thanks on. Thanks for having
1: me, Jen. It's been great.
0: No, it's been so much fun. So we're talking all about books, about divorce, relationship advice, the whole gamut, right? Um, but today I want to talk about celebrating the day of the girl, right? So we're empowering our tribe. We talked about creating a tribe, especially if you're going through a divorce or in relationships in general, have a strong support system around you. So... Thank you so much for your advice on that. And uh, giving it back Someone to me. Someone who
1: raised four girls, I can celebrate the day of the girl. Absolutely. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I was just at an event. Thank you to Pamela Sorensen for inviting me as a Chance for Life Foundation to help support pediatric cancer. And I'm going to get involved and help them as well. Um, but they're having a huge event on March 11th. So, different. you'll be hearing more about that and uh, you will be getting tickets.
1: <laughs> I'm in. Absolutely. You
0: will be getting tickets a sponsor show. <laughs> well, it sounds, oh, so like a,
1: sounds like a demand. That's a demand, but, uh, right? I'm in.
0: You're in. No, it's good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, I was saying, we were talking a little bit about marketing side. So, you know, I was yeah. coming up with some ideas that you could do because I have my book coming out November 7th. Tell me. That's I'm very, very cool. excited. Born to Be Me with 18 Other Glorious Sisters who are amazing. <laughs> Tell, no, I you know, what I like about it is you're talking about authentic stories yeah right for me I mean you're, you're coming from you know authentic place You're writing these characters you're right you know yeah. doing that you know a lot of people are gonna get a real eye-opener on a lot of these people who are writing in this book because you know you see one side of me here and you see me on Facebook But when you read the stories about where I talk about love and loss and everything in between by and the whole premise of the chapter is the last mile right like yeah. you know having my dad well, run that extra mile yeah. And, and Nobody so, puts
1: the bad stuff on Facebook, usually. Yeah, Usually it's all good stuff. Yeah.
0: You know? So it's going to be an eye-opener for a lot of people. They'll get a different insight into Jen when they uh, see that book come yeah. out on November yeah. 7th. But no, but when I was watching, so anyone with books, so this is how I brought it up. So using Instagram, using Periscope, mm-hmm. And doing, you know, a live video with the book saying, I'd love to get your review on it, and then have something to put Yeah, that would be that.
1: helpful because, again, it, yeah, it's Yeah, I'll help you. I mean,
0: I, you know, I've got a ton of research on, like, social media for, like, PPC, you sound SEO. Like,
1: you sound like my kind of guy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or
1: gal. Girl. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Met that generically. I
0: know, exactly. <laughs> no, um, but, yeah, because, you know, I've had background is so we'll chat after so but anyway but i want to thank you we got to wrap up here because we have the next guest we have another show coming on but um thank you guys so much for tuning in and have a great week
1: thanks for having me thank you